When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Jonathan Shop, Spartan Pride Podcast, Fans First Sports Network. Thank you. Welcome to the preview of the Washington game. Yeah, they're going to play a football game this week. Isn't that amazing? Everything that's going on, somebody has the audacity to say, we're going to play a football game too. How about that? Welcome and hello if you're out tailgating by the agriculture building. Hello. Play it out. Play it loud. Play it proud. If you're on the way to the game, coming in from Grand Rapids, Kentwood, Livonia, Jackson, welcome. Thanks for checking in. Spartan Pride Podcast, Fans First Sports Network. This is the outlook moving forward, folks. Many of you know this by now. We're going to look at a couple things. In the most important sections, when you want to evaluate this ballgame coming up this evening with Michigan State and Washington, I hope everyone else at home has their peacock ready because you're going to need it. The game's going to kick off shortly after five. We're going to break down each piece of important information, and we're not going to waste any of your time. I respect your time. Your time is your currency. That's how this thing works. I listen. I read as well. I don't like people that waste my time with rough, gruff, and fluff. I'm sure you don't either. If you haven't already, you want to check out what I dropped yesterday with Hondo Carpenter about the Michigan State coaching search as it stands today, so far. Extremely early. But if you haven't heard that, go ahead and check that out. We're going to move on with the outlook moving forward. Offense, defense, special teams, intangibles, one-on-one matchups, coaching, and an overall picture of an absolute revenge game for Michigan State hosting Washington tonight. Oh, by the way, the 10th anniversary celebration for the 2013 Big Ten and Rose Bowl champion Spartans. All that today on a Spartan Pride podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Folks, I've been doing this a long time now, and I obviously haven't seen a situation quite like this because nobody has. Nobody has, but I can tell you this. I've been looking forward to this game 
Since Michigan State went to Washington last year in what turns out to be a major turning point of Mel Tucker's coaching career at Michigan State, I think they laid an egg last year. A lot of people did not. Sounds like the football team did, if you heard Aaron Brule after the game last week. We're going to find out what we need to know about Michigan State football, the players and the team, this weekend. That is very simply the truth. Offensively, what we see has looked good so far. Michigan State 31-7 over Central, 45-14 in a warm-up game against Richmond, which is fine. You got to get the kinks out. You got a new quarterback, but now we will find out where it stands for real. The game last year came unraveled after Michigan State forced a turnover and then turned the ball over with a miscommunication or a miss of coordination trying to just take a simple handoff and run out of the end zone. From there, it was a combination of pressing from Peyton Thorne and the offense just misfiring, getting too far behind, and the egg was completely laid. We're going to find out this week about the offense. We're going to find out what Noah Kim is made of and what he's ready for. It appears that Kim has a good bit of poise. Kim throws one of the best spirals we've seen around Michigan State in a long time. He's going to have his work cut out for him, okay? Washington is a team built on defense. Everybody knows that. But they gave up 19 to Boise State and only 10 to Tulsa. The reason Tulsa matters is Kevin Wilson is their head coach. If you know anything about Kevin Wilson, and I bet you do, he scores a lot of points on a regular basis, has when he was at Oklahoma, Indiana, Ohio State, and I expect they will at Tulsa as well. So keep an eye on the offense. It's got to produce. I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of pressing. I don't hope you see a lot of pressing. And for God's sake, Michigan State needs to cut out the drops. But they're going to have to produce. And the start of that, for anyone new to this sport, or anyone that needs the reminder, is the offensive line. The Michigan State offensive line has to have had a great week, and they need to be ready to protect and hold the line this week, or you're going to see Michigan State quickly put into a, really just a one option. They're going to be forced to throw. I hope that the Spartans with the new head coach are more open to pass to run. I think there's a good chance you're going to need to see that. If you're wanting to keep tabs on how much things have changed, count how many times Michigan State runs or I'm sorry, count how many times Michigan State passes the ball on first down this week. This is going to be a big one for the offense. I'm concerned about the running game, although Nate Carter looks like he could be a star. I'm most concerned about the offensive line. As the offensive line goes, this football team and this offense shall go on Saturday night. Defensively, you think you got your hands full with Michael Penix? Has anybody carved up the Michigan State defense like Penix? No, in history, I would say no. Nobody's been around that long. Nobody carved them up in Spartan Stadium as part of Indiana and then carved them up again in Husky Stadium. That's a, that's a stretch. We wouldn't even think that would be possible years ago. I would say this. Michael Penix is probably due to struggle a bit against Michigan State. If that happens, hello. Michigan State's got a chance to steal it. At the same time, this is who we think it is. 56 in week one, 43 in week two. Everyone knows what happened last year, but I would trust you. And I hope you give me a little trust here. I think the Michigan State defense has something and can apply something 
since they're healthy this year, that Michael Penix has not seen before. This is a 60-minute game. The defense has to produce for 60. They are not going to stop Michael Penix cold. That's not the way the Washington offense works. Washington is also a team that does not feature as much of a run, but they got a lot of short passes. So I want you to keep an eye on what happens really with the sticks. Where is Michigan State when it comes to be third down? Where are they? Is it third and six? Is it third and two? This is going to be a difference maker. Right now, Penix has nine touchdowns, one interception. He's been sacked one time. This has got to be different. The defense is going to have to lead. But I'm telling you, I think Michigan State's defense has got something that Washington has not seen probably in a good while and sure, surely did not see last year when the Spartans went out and laid an egg in Washington. Special teams, very likely to matter if this game goes the way Michigan State wants. The closer this game is, the more special teams matters. I expect Elante Brown to be back for Michigan State this week. I don't know if he's on that injury report yet, because at the time of taping this, that hasn't been released. But if he is back, or if he's not back, look for something in the return game. Michigan State doesn't want to shoot itself in the foot. I should say look for something in the special teams. And it's not as simple as Mark D'Antonio being back in the building. I am sure that Michigan State has been working on some trick plays for the bulk of the summer. I'm sure they got sharpened up this week. I would not be surprised if we see it on Saturday. And if we see one, you usually want to see it early and you want to be the first team to do it. So keep an eye there when you're talking about the Spartans and Huskies. Special teams matters. Special teams has probably been a little more of a focus and tested for Michigan State that's trying to rebuild itself. When you're Washington and you've won by a lot of points, 23 or yeah, 33 last week, and the week before, you know, more than 30 again, your special teams hadn't been doing much. Keep an eye on it. If it's close, that means special teams are going to matter more. This is the Spartan Pride Podcast, the outlook moving forward, the Washington preview on the Fans First Sports Network. I don't know how much I need to tell you about intangibles. This whole game is an intangible. Michigan State football walked off the field last week. They went into the locker room. They understood that 24-hour rule is actually going to be out this time. We're going to turn the page to Washington right away. And before some of us went to bed, everything had changed. Mel Tucker suspended. The future uncertain and unclear. But the Washington game wasn't going anywhere. Michigan State football looked at last year's trip out west as a serious fork in the road and a great opportunity to really get back on that national stage on a regular basis. And they went out and laid an egg and got carved to pieces by Michael Penix and the Washington Huskies. As a result, fortunes changed. Michigan State doesn't go to a bowl game. Washington is eighth ranked in the country. Before you think that's some kind of massive behemoth, I would remind you, especially that aren't that old, Michigan State was number two in the country after they beat Notre Dame in 2016. Number two in the country, folks. That was the day the Badger Bomb went off and Michigan State lost 30-6 in Spartan Stadium. 
Many of you know Michigan State under Mark D'Antonio the rest of his career, one game over 500. So let's just hold on a second here before anyone gets blown away. The the kids on Michigan State aren't going to be intimidated at all by Washington's eighth ranking. They just played him a year ago. They know a lot of their guys well. They know one of them especially well since he was on the Spartans last year. All the intangibles are lining up for Michigan State. The weather looks like it's going to be just fine. The atmosphere will be a little more electric than we've seen at Spartan Stadium as Spartan Stadium comes and joins the pretty much rest of the Big Ten and rest of the world by permitting alcohol sales. That does not mean unreasonable alcohol-fueled behavior. Look for that to be tightened up and dealt with in a hurry. So before you think about getting dumb out there, stupid out there, ah, it ain't going to work. However, if used responsibly, a spirit can inspire just a little bit. Michigan State football crowd is going to send a message through Peacock that they are behind this team 100%. Intangibles are going to favor Michigan State this time. Now, one-on-one matchups is very interesting because, honestly, you look on paper a year ago, you think Michigan State has an edge. You look on paper today, you probably think Washington has a bit of an edge. I would tell you that this is probably, for Michigan State, it needs to be pretty, pretty even. It really does need to be pretty even. Michigan State football wants to go places, regardless of what's happened with Mel Tucker and who the next coach is or the permanent head coach and so on. This is one of the games you train for. They got a big schedule coming up. It starts here. This is when we're going to see the strain and the train paying off and keeping the brain sharp as well. I would look for a one-on-one matchup situation here. This is one that should be relatively even. I don't think either school should have an advantage. If you see an advantage either way, that's a little bit of an indictment of the lesser team, if you will. Michigan State put a lot of effort into the defensive line, getting bigger, beefier, bulkier. It needs to show up this weekend. Michigan State offensive line would like the, would like the opportunity to wear some teams down in the third and fourth quarter. I don't think that is on the table for Washington. I do think they need to stand up and provide protection so the offense can be productive for all 60 minutes. At best, this is going to be a very close game the entire way. It's not going to happen if the one-on-one matchups are a clear advantage for Washington. I don't know what to make of it, but I would expect Michigan State's going to measure up, and if they have a slight edge on Washington in the one-on-ones, it would not shock me. That's how different this roster is from the roster that went to Seattle last year. The biggest difference in the roster is at the top, obviously. Mel Tucker is out. Harlem Barnett is in. What does that mean, if anything? Well, let's talk about it. That's what we're here doing. We're previewing the Washington game on the Spartan Pride podcast. One of the first things that came to mind when Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Haller said that Mark D'Antonio was going to come back was the question of would he be an interim head coach. He is not. He is an associate head coach, which is ironic because the first time Mark D'Antonio left Michigan State, he was an associate head coach as well. A lot of you aren't old enough to remember. Some of you remember it very well. D'Antonio goes with Jim Tressel to video 
uh, defensive coordinator at Ohio State. At the time he left, he was an associate head coach for Bobby Williams. Back in that role, he goes with experience, unique experience, in that he coached against Michael Penix. I look for his contribution to be there. What I don't want to see, and what is already a concern for a lot of folks around the vast Spartan nation, is is Mark D'Antonio going to get involved with the offense? I sure hope not, and he does not belong messing with the offense at all. In fact, I hope Harlem Barnett turns the page on the offense a little bit. Let Jay Johnson do what he wants to do. Stay out of the way. Don't make some of the Nick Saban 1997-style mistakes we saw Saban make then, and we saw Mel Tucker make, which really had surprised me, starting from the Rutgers game his first year. And don't make some of those mistakes Mark D'Antonio made as well. Harlan Barnett wants to distinguish himself as a different head coach at Michigan State. One of the best ways he can do that versus the past two that have been there is not screw with the offense as we've seen done. Does that mean just pass, pass, pass? No, it does not. But it does mean one major thing. And I guarantee you Harlem Barnett understands this, folks. This is going to be the guy that does not try to jam a square peg into a round hole. Look for a couple of wrinkles. Look for a couple of fresh-looking ideas from Jay Johnson and this offense because they've got a different head coach. And if the head coach wants to stay or have a chance to become a permanent head coach here, that is going to have to happen. Because as clearly as I've seen that for years and wrote on it, reported on it, etc., I'm not the only one. I got a real good feeling that a lot of you out there driving up 96 right now or waiting to get off 127 have seen the same thing. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. That's why we're kicking it on the Spartan Pride podcast and talking about this Washington game. Keep an eye out there. The coaching matters here. To me, it's more of what is the offense going to do for Michigan State and how can Mark D'Antonio accent and help the defense and maybe some self-scouting versus getting in the mix and trying to convince or suggesting, hey, maybe we ought to run the ball here when you can't run it. If you can't run it, you're going to have to figure out something else. Pass to run, pass to run, pass to run, option-style plays. Everything is going to be on the board here, guys. Harlan Barnett is a big-time football coach. He's been in big stages, big games. He's worked outside of Michigan State. He studies the game. I cannot wait to see what happens when Harlan Barnett leads this team onto the field Saturday night. Overall, this is a game that has been on the calendar for almost a year. This is a game that I talked with Mark D'Antonio about in May and also Mel Tucker about in May. That's how big of a deal this Washington game is. For a long, long time, I had this game on the calendar as probably the fork in the road, really, the real fork in the road for Mel Tucker's head coaching career. When I had that idea, I did not have any idea what was going on relative to his availability to coach in the game. I just saw this as way too big a fork in the road. When you look at Michigan State, you look at their schedule coming up, You look at the opportunity to build momentum because a year ago, Michigan State was kind of on the other side of this, probably the favorite, looking to take another step and further itself to reestablish on the national stage. Look what's happened since then. Today, Washington shows up eighth ranked in the country, a lot of chirp and chatter, 
A lot of puff in the chest, a lot of pats on the back. Michael Penix coming back to a place where he's done real well. They may be set up for a little bit of a trip and fall here. My guess is this game goes one of two ways. One way, Michigan State is all discombobulated, confused. They get blown out. The other way, Michigan State pulls off one of those classic Spartan victories where they are the underdog at home and Michigan State Spartan Stadium is rocking and rolling as Peacock hits the lights and moves on to whatever comes on after. This game is over on that NBC found streaming network. This is the outlook moving forward. This is a Spartan Pride podcast. I am Jonathan Shop. I will be back with you on Monday as we'll recap what happens with Michigan State Washington. Look around at other episodes if you haven't, including the one we just did with Hondo on the Michigan State coaching search. Interviews with Mark D'Antonio and Mel Tucker way back in May at MSU Atlanta Day. And then look around the rest of the fans for Sports Network if you're a fan of other teams. Have a great day. I will talk to you Monday.